Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whatever, try to create a safe place where you said whatever's keeping you awake. Oh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, forgetful podcast hosts, uh, visit physical sensations, uh, emotions, uh, you know, bubbling up, creeping up uh, that you're experiencing. You know, whether you're out of town on the road, you're anticipating travel, or you're you just returned from travel. You got to work tomorrow. Whatever it is, I'm here to help. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, extra, you know, words like that. Uh, false starts in the middle, right in the middle. You see, you can't have a false start in the middle of the sentence, can you? And I would say, well, you would say, could could I? Maybe I can. Uh, but there's going to be like a here. Here's the thing: if you're new, I'm here to help. Uh, I'm here to help put you to sleep. But mostly, I'm here to be here while you fall asleep to keep you company if you can't sleep. Uh, to 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 be here to try to help and uh, to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And the structure of the show, if you're new, starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. You can find all that stuff on our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. Uh, and then there's an intro. The intro's around 12 minutes or so long. It's a show within a show. Some people skip it. Most people you put it on while they're getting ready for bed or while they're getting into bed and getting settled. Uh, but if you're new, you know, test it out, see see how it works. The podcast is a little bit different. After the intro, we're going to talk about The Good Place, the TV show. And we'll be talking about episodes 11 and 12. It'll be mostly uh, things of like, uh, what color is Michael's tie? What pattern is it? You know, what did that sign say? Yeah, what does it mean? You know, what does it mean uh, to have... Uh, uh, sandpaper, you know, sandpaper sand or something. I don't, I don't know. You know, what kind of, this didn't come up, but this would be, it'd say, what kind of sand do they use in sandpaper? Is it the same kind of sand that gets in my pants? Uh, and then in my bed, like if you go somewhere and you say there's sand in my bed, is this, and I never thought about that to say, it feels like sandpaper. When, did anybody has ever anyone ever started a rec, like a, a sandpaper business based on reclaimed sand? I mean, I know sand is constantly being reclaimed, but no one ever brags about it yeah, because it's usually reclaimed from someplace. They say, "Oh, this is a fine sandy beach was reclaimed from the bottom of a bog." Yeah, bottom of a bog has a nice ring to it. Okay, so the intros are where I go off topic. I'll be trying to explain something like uh, how we talk about the good place. Then I'll go off topic. Then I'll try to come back. Uh, oh, so the structure of the show. Sorry. Like, uh, so, yeah, intro, talk about the good place. I'll have some thank yous. There's some business between the intro and the uh, good place talk. 
Yeah, but really, this should be a good place to sleep. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. But here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me. I'll probably be talking about sand and bogs and reclaiming sand in a minute and trying to make that in a metaphor for the podcast. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Like, uh, that's during the intro. Uh, yeah, you don't need to listen to me. That's what I think I was saying. You can kind of listen. Hopefully, I'll be just engaging enough. Uh, to take your mind off of stuff. And you say, well, yeah, you're right, Scoots. Uh, you know, people are getting stuff like reclaimed from barns. There's reclaimed wood. Like they say, well, this wood was at the bottom of a river. And we reclaimed it. First off, no offense, but I'd say that's malarkey. Because I'm just, I mean, I'm just having fun. I'd say, listen, wood baron, that's a bunch of malarkey. Uh, take me to the spot where, where where there was all this wood at the bottom of the river. And how, how'd you find it? Uh, and they say sonar. Uh, I say, oh, okay, touche. Uh, they say it's a well-known thing. That I say, okay, okay, me, never mind. I won't use you as an example anymore. I'll go to the sand reclaimers next. Uh, so you don't need to listen to me. Hopefully I'll just, you know, but you've heard of those things. Like they say, well, this was reclaimed from an old barn. They say, well, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Say it reclaimed from the bottom of a bog. You'd say, well, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, reclaimed from a river? Fine by me. You, you know, we're, we're interesting folks, us human beings. And let me just get, you know, let me just follow my thoughts for a minute. You say, well, reclaimed at a barn. Well, I like looking at barns, but I guess if it's a, if it's going to fall over, or it already did, uh, you know, maybe. But I like looking at falling over barns, too, when I'm driving by. But, you know, maybe there's a, I, I don't know, so I'll stay out of that. I'm, I'm just saying that's what my thoughts would be. If, if I was going to pay, I don't have money to buy anything reclaimed, except for when it's in the scratch and dent bin. But uh, yeah, that's uh, my reaction. I'm just giving uh, an example. And if you said, rec- oh, this sand was reclaimed out of the bottom of a bog. And, you know, believe me, I'm a bog lover. But don't you, there won't be, you wouldn't get anybody other than, by, you know, somebody with expertise that loves bogs more than me. Also, hold on while I Google what a bog is. If it's not the same thing I'm imagining. Uh, but, you know, I would still be like, uh, they say, before you lie down in this fine sand we have it here at our uh, uh, private beaches, maybe you get the right staff member. You say, hey, uh, you're just wondering, is this natural sand? No, oh, no, it's reclaimed sand it, uh, because this isn't a natural, you know, this isn't a natural beach. It's a reclaimed sand beach. They say, oh, really, where did reclaim, where'd you reclaim it from? Oh, the bottom of... Uh, uh, you know, old Bunker Hill bog or something. You say, wait a second, dude, that's not true. You can't have a bog. And I don't know anything about bogs, but I know you can't have it on a hill. You say, well, it's just a terminology. Okay, but anyway, this sand came from the bottom of a bog. Did you clean it first? That's what I'd ask right away. Even though, no offense, bogs, that's just a gut reaction. I know you're probably, you know, you're, you're the circle of life. Who am I to say, are you clean or not? I mean, obviously, this pristine, 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 pristine white beach in my mind. But that really is a lot of times. I mean, the only place I know really is like, uh, I think I was taking a ferry at Disneyland once, and they said, yeah, we got all this white sand from the bottom of this bog. 
And then they came and they said, sir, you're no longer commander of this vessel. Uh, you're out of work. Uh, we don't use terms like bog here. You know, we call it a lagoon. And uh, I said, come here, come here, I'll hold you. Well, uh, uh, one day I'll use you as an example on my podcast of why people don't need to listen to me. They said, come on, get Captain, Captain Joan, you know, let me pat you here. Come on. It's okay. I think it's a bog, too. Uh, but this is really bogging down the intro, if you don't mind me punning around. But did you ever notice that? You say, well, yeah, I don't know if I want. And then they say, okay, well, what about this beautifully polished table here? Reclaimed uh, from it. You'd have to use some sort of uh, adjective first about the type of river it was. Uh, it I don't think pristine. Mighty, I think mighty. Is that an adjective or an adverb? But uh, you'd say the, might, the mighty, you know, gooseneck river. Oh boy, really? This 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 table was reclaimed from reclaimed wood from the bottom of the gooseneck river. Oof! Wow. How much does it cost again? Oh goodness, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I go. I go to I, IKEA. They reclaim it from like sawdust or something, and uh, contact paper. Uh, reclaimed from, you know, their finest, you know, composite materials. But that would be the most marketable. I don't know what any of this, you know, I make this podcast. Sometimes I go on tangents up and say, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, but that uh, you don't need to listen to me. And there shouldn't be, you know, under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here, uh, j you know, just uh, bogged down in my own mind. Uh, trying to reclaim my thoughts. That's actually what this podcast is. It does have reclaimed thoughts uh, from a pristine, mighty river, by the way, not from bog. Except I think I'm like, uh, when I did one of those mail-in things, they say, okay, take a pluck of your hair. They came back, I was 85% bog. Say, really, huh? 85% bog, 14% peat moss. And I said, I said, what the heck? Like, uh, and then, uh, it was one of those, I guess it was one of those comedy ones where you mail it in and then they, you know, send you something back hilarious. If that doesn't exist, by the way, I just patented that idea. You know, the comedy, the comedy ancestry kit, uh, except it wasn't funny to me. I said, really, I'm 88% bog peat moss. I don't even know. Like I said, I couldn't even tell you a peat moss from a regular moss. And I said, isn't peat moss in a bog? I think I accidentally read that in a headline recently. Okay, let me get back to the new listener. So so you don't need to listen to me. No pressure to fall asleep. Though. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company, uh, to be your friend in the deep, dark night. And if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here to the very end. I think I may have just said that, but uh, like because like, I know there's some of you. I don't know. I know what it's like to lie there tossing and turning. But really, just settle in. Like maybe like a, like what if how about this we reclaim what if this here's a business idea we reclaim peat moss in bogs and we come up with a new system where you're floating I I don't I don't exactly can't picture peat moss exactly but the finest uh, purified peat moss uh so steeped in alliteration and you can float on there in a bog uh, you know pristine bog. Uh, pristine from all, you know, living stuff that would get on your nerves. Uh, and you can just float there. 
And Scoots will tell you a tale infused with, you know, organic scents, good, the good kind. Uh, come in like oils uh, and, you know, calming music, uh, massages, wait, you know, massaging waves, all that in, uh, in my peep bag. And that's kind of what the podcast attempts to do, but I'll be here talking to you to keep you company. And ideally, you'll drift off on that, like uh, your little patch of peat moss uh, floating around, getting comfortable. And so that's what I'm here for. It doesn't work for everybody, clearly, because uh, I don't even know. Like I had, a, I mean, it it did it was a surprise. I said I thought I was like sugar and spice uh, and everything nice. And they said, "What? No." And I said, "And you know, puppy dog tails." Uh, I realized that. Uh, and then I said, "Who?" Then I said, "I'm already at the end of the intro, but who came up with that anyway? Who was this, like, uh, who in the 1940s was against? You know, they said uh, puppy tails. You know, leave the puppy tails alone." And yeah, I'm aspirational. I said, "One day, I hope to be made up of sugar and spice." Well, I probably not because they say then somebody's going to try to make a freaking cookie out of me. At least if I'm made up of a bog, a bog and a peat moss. It, it, when you're made up of a bo- bogs and peat moss, you have trouble saying stuff sometimes. Uh, I say, at least people will leave me alone. You know, they, and they say, well, that makes sense. Uh, you know, that's why I'm a, a kind of independent being. They said, it all came together when I looked at those results. I can't tell you the other uh, percentages because I'm not good at math, one. And two, most of the other ones are things that uh, witches put in their cauldrons in cartoons. Like, I have newt, 0.5% I have newt. And they said, who? Oh, man. And I said, wait a second, I have newt. I've always wanted it. I said, doesn't it give me some special powers, though? If it only had 1%, that's when you get the special powers. Same thing with dragon scales, 0.075%. Uh, it doesn't take hold until you're at 025 uh, So even in the strange ingredients you could be made of, uh, I'm like, and uh, I'm on the downside, but whatever. But you say, well, likely careers, putting people to sleep, number one. And they say other people sharing these results. Uh, and there was like, it was very low. So whatever. I'm, you know, I'm making the most of what I have. Uh, and I don't know. I thought I was trying to make a, a small metaphor about the podcast there. But yeah, I'm here to help. I'm here to help with the ingredients I have to work with. And I hope it helps you put to sleep, but it doesn't work for everybody. You listen to somebody ramble on about bogs and reclaiming sand. When is the ant, you know, when are they going to say, put, put the, like, uh, one day, maybe I'll do, I say, put the freaking sand back. Uh, and then I'll be the most of the, say, scoots, what happened to all our beaches? Oh, hey, well, here's the thing. I declaimed to them one night when I did, uh, I did it, get extra dragon scale and new power. I flew across the world. It gathered up all the sand, kind of without planning it out first. So I may have taken sand. I may have declaimed sand and accidentally reclaimed it, kind of unclaimed it uh, somewhere else. Yeah, basically, I took all the beaches and threw them in bogs. And then the bog report would be, you know, li- we're live from bogs around the world, which have been filled with sand, overfilled. Uh, we're here with the representative of the frogs. Uh, they'd say, well, we blame the newts and the dragons because uh, 
We all we know what the new it was the newts were behind this. They say not again. I, I just go back to sticking to making a sleep podcast, which is what I do best. I'm a bit goofy, but I'm here to help. Uh, so give it a few tries. I really work hard, believe it or not. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, time, temperature, uh, travel, you're out of town, somebody else is out of town, you work a second or a third shift, uh, whatever it is, I'm here to help. Uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place, and ideally you feel treated with respect, uh, with dignity, you feel welcomed. That's one of the main things is like uh, that I feel makes this safe place. Is I'm glad you're here, and I really want to help. Uh, now, the podcast, if you're new, give it a few tries and see if it helps. Uh, I'll explain more in a minute. Uh, but what I'm going to do is uh, invite you in. Uh, come on in. This is a safe place I'm trying to make for you. Uh, I'm gonna see how I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents that have been rustified, uh, sleepy, sleepy dust that uh, that's on the wind, like dust in the wind. Uh, tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to follow thoughts that were once secure. You know, like a bendy straw. My mind is like a bendy straw, and my thoughts, and not just one of those. Uh, uh, those bendy straws. Huh, interesting. We'll come back to that. We'll talk straws in a little while. And, you know, just like just like all everyone's saying now, I don't know if they're saying BYOS, uh, uh, but, you know, one day you say, you like him? BYOS most of the time. But, you know, don't, you don't have to. Uh, but I haven't seen that. I, like, I've heard the term, but I haven't seen any shirts BYOS. Uh, because I guess there's so many S words. And you might say, well, we're ha- we- no, 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 we don't want you to bring that S, especially to this meeting of uh, c- the community kindness meeting. No, 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 no. Uh, we meant straws, uh, you know, for our floats. Okay, anyway, let's get back. So if you're new, that's what I'm going to do. Send my, okay, send my voice across the deep, dark night, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. And really, I'm here to keep you company, uh, to tell you a story while you fall asleep. Uh, now, if you're new, structurally, what to expect? Uh, the show starts off with a, a, a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. And you can find all of that at our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com. And uh, then we have an intro, which we're like three minutes into. Intros are around 12 minutes, kind of like a monologue, heavy on the log, with a heavy log to make you saw on logs. If there was, if there was a punchline, I mean, uh, whatever... I don't think that I think that was a triple tagline, yeah. But the intro kind of is a, to 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 reinforce the safe place, to make you feel welcome, to help you get ready for bed, or to help you ease you into bed, or to make your you know say, hey, brushing your teeth is so boring. Now when Scoots is here, I don't think about how boring it is because he's boring me. 
And they'd say, exactly, you get it, totally. If you're brushing your teeth right now, it might be a little bit hard to hear me. But if you can hear me, look at yourself in the mirror and smile and say, good job, human. You're darn, you know, you're doing the darn best you can. And also great form, by the way, on that teeth brushing. Uh, get, you know, by that top right spot back there. Good, very good. I've never seen a brusher. Uh, but some people listen, some people, a few people skip the intro. Uh, and some, you know, some people fall asleep during it. Uh, some people listen to relax at work or traffic or, you know, to while they're coding or painting or coding things in paint uh, or writing code, code for paint. It's a new thing. Uh, code based, paint based code. PBC, oh no, that's taken, but uh, code based paint, that's another one. You know, paint does spread codes, uh, you know, because anyway, this is too deep of thinking. Uh, we say, well, that's a code. Even a picture has code to it, you know? Maybe. Uh, okay, my, my brain said, keep going. I'll go back to the straws. Okay, so there was an intro. Then tonight we'll be, we'll be talking about Carol King and going on a Carol King-based uh, guided adventure, uh, which will all be explained, or you could sleep through it. Uh, and uh, the show will end with some thank yous and good nights. There's a little bit of business between the intro and the show. Uh, so it's a structure of the show, but you don't really need to listen. Uh, I'm here uh, to help you fall asleep and to keep you company, uh, just like a friend you would have over. Uh, but there's no social compact. Uh, so, like, I've compacted the social compact, and then I composted it. And out of this, to, 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 to totally work the metaphors, out of that loamy compost, uh, I grew a podcast uh, where I said, okay, this was once a social compact. Uh, uh, can we get the people from the um, Conjunction Junction to maybe do a song about this? Uh, and then, so out of that grew a podcast where I said, well, we're, we're once was a social compact that you have to listen because it's a podcast. Uh, is one that says, no, no, no. Like, kick back, just like houseplants. You don't have to listen to them. You know, they might like listening to you and you giving them attention but, you know, when you're in bed, your houseplant's just chilling there. It, maybe the houseplant says, well, I don't got any sun rays anyway, so I'm just going to kick it too. And you can both be in a little bit of a passive mode. So you can kind of listen like a plant listens. Because uh, a plant doesn't feel pressure to say, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. And then, they, you know, a plant, You, I mean, maybe you ask a plant, are you listening to me? But the plant, I don't think the plant would say, no, I'm a plant, you know, really, uh, yeah. I'm gonna do. I enjoy hearing the vibrations and the kindness in your voice, uh, but I'm not really. I don't have a processing center. I got some cambium in here, and you know I got a root system and all that going. But uh, uh, have you have you breathed my oxygen? That's what I'm doing. So yeah, just keep talking. Don't worry. I, I'm I'm listening in my own way. Listen to me like a plant would. I guess is what I'm saying. If you like. Uh, you can not listen at all. You can listen, uh, you know, I think that makes sense. Uh, I don't, I haven't, I haven't ever had a two-way, con- I mean, I have unfortunately had two-way conversations with plants, but, you know, that's my thing. But, you know, like, most of the time, uh plant would say, keep going, you're doing great. Uh, and maybe you could, I could say to you as a plant in this example, keep kind of barely listening, you're doing great. That's what this podcast is here for. That's why you're growing in the composted compact. Uh, 
that, uh, the compacted compact that's been composted. Uh, so you don't need to listen to me. Also, there's no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are an hour for a reason, because uh, I'll be here till the end. If you can't sleep, uh, you know, I'll be here to keep you company. But, you know, fall asleep at your leisure. Uh, you got plenty of time. And I'll be giving it my uh, whole effort the whole time. And I'll be trying to follow, like I said, my thoughts, like my bendy straw thoughts. Uh, where I think that, like, here's the thing. Here's a question that just came up in my brain about bendy straws. Uh, because there's a lot of things nowadays about, uh, you know, optimiz- uh, what do you say, optimizing things or effort or whatever. I would assume that like I'm talking about one of those really bendy straws with like loop de loops and stuff. Uh, if you're drinking a beverage through there, does that take more work than a, like? Uh, have any studies been done? They say, whoa, you know, say where did Ryan Gosling get that jawline? And uh, they say, okay, and then Harry, you know, say who's guy else has got great jawlines? I'm not uh, an expert. Well, maybe Harrison Ford. Uh, I don't know, but, but, you know, let's talk, uh, talk, let's just say, let's just use Ryan Gosling. We can all agree on, uh, on his jawline, right? Probably. One of my parts of my brain is squealing. I said, I didn't know I had a, uh, had that part of my brain in there, a Gosler. But, uh, what if we went back, maybe, maybe Ryan Gosling reach out to me, like, uh, let me know if you used a bendy straw a lot. Again, I'm not trying to, um. I could, I mean, also, I bought a bunch of bendy straw stock before this episode and stock of bendy straws. Uh, but you say, oh, yeah, no, Ryan Gosling only drank his, like, uh, first uh, 20 years of his life, majority of beverages were through a bendy straw. And you say, really? Huh. And maybe that's where that draw line comes from. Did I just say draw line? Maybe that's what it caused. Maybe it causes draws, too. Owen Wilson's got a sweet drawl and a pretty darn good jawline, if you don't mind me saying. So I don't know what my theory was. That's my, I bend, like I tried to talk about bendy straws, my brain, brain bended it in a whole other way. Uh, but so that's a theory. That could be a new podcast, bendy straw theories with scoots. Uh, theory one. And I would say it probably has to be no, like, I would not try to say, well, I wouldn't affiliate, like, I think you're kind of doing something. There's another part of my brain trying to associate it. I'll say, well, should I get a brandy straw? And I'd say, no, 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 you should, uh, yeah, yeah, you should uh, buy stock in bandy straw companies, actually. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, I think it was more, you know, Ryan Gosling's genetics and the bandy straw and being like, uh, but here's the thing. It's fun. And you could say, I'm, it's like I'm drinking with bendy straws. It's like drinking a beverage with Ryan Gosling. Almost the same thing. Or you'd say, good. I guess you'd say bendy straws. Good enough for Gosling. There you go. Uh, yeah, like uh, I can feel my fortunes rolling in now. Uh, what was my point? I guess my point was my thoughts tend to go in those circles. And also, I was going to mention the other straws, uh, the the slightly bendy straws with the crimp in them, and I don't know how many people do use those to make noise like I do, but th- my brain also makes those noises like when you're playing with a bendy sh- like a yeah those are bendy straws too or adjust I think they call those adjustable straws. You talk about a marketing term, 
Yeah, but I think it, I guess it is an actual, it is an adjustable straw. Yeah, uh, but straws are great, and I think uh, we've—I think we've covered that. I think that uh, we've—we can all agree that straws are great, and uh, yeah, if it's good enough for Gosling, it's good enough for me. Which, which, which is like a very—it could be a song. Uh, maybe Damien could get. Maybe we could do uh, like a musical together. Uh, I don't know, Bendy, Bendy Straws, the television, you know, the movie musical. Anyway, I'm trying to unbend my brain to get to, to try to coalesce things uh, into a point. Uh, but you don't need a strong, strong jawline. You don't need uh, to drink through straws. Uh, whatever it is, like whatever's keeping you up, whether you you have those things or you don't, uh, whether you're straw free most of the time, like I am, just because I'm a gulper. Uh, like, uh, however you drink your beverages or don't. Uh, you deserve a good night's sleep, Whom, whomever you are. I really, truly believe believe that. I believe you deserve to be treated with dignity and respect, uh, even internally, and at bedtime. And I want to help, uh, like, um, bring some levity to that uh, and goof around and, uh, you know, be silly. Oh, they silly straw. Maybe they call them silly straws. What could be more perfect? Uh, I'm going to be silly like a straw. You say, well, it's more bendy. It's, well, I guess it's not bendy. It's twirly. So it's not really. I guess it is silly. To, to I don't know. I guess I, I don't have time to overthink that one. But I'd like to be as silly as a straw and uh, keep you company, mess around, goof around. We'll have a little story tonight. We'll talk a little bit about factually about Carol King, and then go on a little adventure. And you can fall asleep whenever you want. But if you need me, I'll be here for you. I'll be here for you t- twice a week, uh, doing my best, because uh, I've been there in the deep dark night. And uh, while the show doesn't work for everybody, I hope it can help you. I work very hard, I strive, and I earn. I'd really love to help you so- fall asleep, and I really appreciate you coming by. Give it a few tries, see what happens. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, that are you know that keep coming up. Uh, physical sensations that are that are distracting you from sleeping, emotions that are bubbling up, whatever it is. It could be travel, a change in routine, a change in weather. Maybe you work the second or the third shift. Uh, whatever it is, I'd like to help. And what I'm going to do is ideally earn your trust uh, by treating you with dignity and respect uh, and making you feel welcome. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Tones, not tomes. I don't think I've used tomes in the podcast before, so maybe I just crossed my fingers so I remember that, which I'll probably definitely forget. Uh, But uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, rustified tangents, I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to say I have a lot of, I don't have ums. I think I go, uh, I do a lot of that uh, when I open my mouth. Uh, I was never good at that as a kid when the, they'd say, hey, open your mouth. Uh, open your mouth and say, ah. 
And I'd say, no, I prefer to say no, thank you. And they said, no, no, open your mouth and say, ah. They said, no, no. Anyway, hopefully here you you open your mouth and you say, oh, see if I could get a a cheap uh, sympathetic yawn out of you. I think I just sympathetically yawned myself, but um, uh, don't I? <laughs> this is a big point. These are the kinds of things that crack me up. Where was I though? I think I, I think I lost where I was because I was so busy pandering to the part of me that thinks yawning's funny. Yeah, hopefully I remember tone. Oh, Creaky Doll said tones, pointless meanders, uh, filler words. Yeah, yeah, use a lot of filler words. To, to, that's totally planned out, my use of filler words. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to keep you company while you fall asleep. If you're new, this podcast is a little bit different. It does not make a whole lot of sense. It's extremely goofy. It's extremely goofy like a, a, a goofy friend. So ideally, that's what you're looking for. Uh, give it a few tries. Uh, try to relax and not make a whole lot of sense of it. You don't have to do that, though. You could, you can, you know, you can pay close attention too. But I really want you to know I'm here to help, and I'm here to try to help. So uh, let me help you by giving you the structure of the show. We start off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. Then we have an intro. The intros are normally around 12 minutes, although they may be 10, 11, 17, 15, 16. 13 or 14 minutes with any kind of seconds in there. And it's a bit of a show within a show, a monologue heavy on the log part, uh, for sure. A monologue that lands like a log in mud, you say, boom, blop. But really, it's where I try to make a metaphor about the podcast where you might be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense, that metaphor. Oh, okay, I think I get it. Uh, and some people use it to wind down the the intro. Some people, a few people skip the intro. Uh, other people uh, fall asleep during the intro. Some people listen all night. And that kind of goes into my first point is that you don't really need to listen to me. You can listen and I'll be here till the end uh, to try to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff. But you don't need to listen or you could just stop listening to me. Or slowly uh, tune me out where I'm, I'm drifting further and further away. You can lower me to a mumble uh, if you wish. Uh, but you don't have to pay close attention. I think that's what I was uh, meant to say. Nothing like a tome. Also, when I say tome, I want to say Fanoni, ro- Fanoni phone. Uh, that's uh, another. Uh, I think I've given uh, uh, fla- that's like f- flavor flavor reference. But so you don't really need to listen to me. Uh, and there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar cuz. If you're in the San Diego region, your Barbara. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to be here uh, to keep you company because I've been there tossing and turning and sleepless. And it feels as heavy. When you can't sleep, it feels as heavy as a tome. And a tome to me, T O M E. I don't know if you should. I don't think you should ever get in bed with a tome. I mean, maybe if you're a no, if you're a gnome, then uh, you maybe you do. Like, I guess I could see a gnome with a tome, a gnome and tome, a gnome in Rome uh, carries a, t- a gnome with a tome in Rome. 
uh, come on, throw me a bone. That doesn't that doesn't rhyme. Uh, but it's, because the tome to me seems heavy, it seems dusty, and it seems like it's got that cover. Could have some runes on it, and you say, okay, what's going to happen when I open this tome? Or if you're an assistant to like some sort of uh, sorceress or sorcerer, they say, you know, after you're finished mopping, make sure to read that tome, uh, but not the tome with the blue binder, you know, the tome with the, the pea green one uh, for novices. But you're not even, you know, and they say, make sure you know that tome by heart. And it's say, well, actually, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Lady Witchbeard. I gotta get. I'm gonna try to get some sleep tonight. Actually, I've been mopping all day. They say, "What kind of you know assist, magic assistant are you?" And they said, "Well, I this actually happened when I took gymnastics class. I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast, and this is a total tangent. Uh, uh, but I think if I if I ever did live in a hamlet somewhere, where in a world where tomes were regularly used." And I, you know, they, my parents said, well, we want you to go live with Lady Witchbeard. You'll be, you said you wanted to be a magic user. And, uh, she's, uh, you know, the, the, the one that, uh, you know, if you're her assistant to her assistant, uh, one day, you know, she'll school you in the arts of sorcery. Uh, this same thing would happen, which was like, I took a gymnastics class, uh, well, I signed up for like the introductory, my parents signed me up, but I don't know how old I was. But I'd probably just watch the Olympics, and I said, Mom, Dad, I got, I got the Olympic spirit in me, and I want to be a gymnast. And so they signed me up for a gymnastics class, and I went, and uh, I remember the first day we were, uh, I, 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 a lot of the details are hazy, but we were, what's that thing called, a horse, uh, a pommel horse, or uh, the one where you jump over it. Uh, all we would do is we were running and then jumping on the thing. And I remember pulling the person aside. And I'm not usually like this, but I said, well, when are we going to be springing off of that thing and flipping? When do the flipping, when's the flipping start? And I said, listen, uh, teach, like, uh, I said, which I, I'm going to go get some water. When, when I can start flipping, how many flips will I be able to do after the first class? And whatever the answer the person said, and I was serious too. I said, well, I expect to be doing some sort of, uh, one of those, you know, corkscrews, uh, triple corks. Like, uh, is this where I do axles and sow cows or is that in, uh, cause I think I want to be able to do that in two in the winter. Uh, but I thought this was called vaulting, not running and stepping on a spring thing. And they sighed and they said, uh, whatever they said, they said, yeah, we'll be, we'll be, uh, you won't be doing anything for like six months. And I said, okay, well, uh, life lesson, I guess the raw, I, at that time I, I said, I guess, uh, this isn't the gymnastics class for me. And then my parents said, well, uh, you know, the first lesson's free. I think they probably learned that. So that was a good life lesson for them is uh, don't buy the year package, which hopefully they didn't do. Um, I don't know what my point was. I mean, I think, like, I wonder if anybody's, any gymnasts have done, uh, well, one, is there a world where gnomes are doing gymnastics? Of course there are. Is there a world where tomes are doing gymnastics? Of course. Uh, are there tomes on gy- gymnastics? 
uh, featuring gnomes, probably. And this podcast can be a bit like that. If your brain works like my do, mine does, kind of, it's like, uh, well, why haven't we made progress? Why isn't this instantly happening? I'm sure that night I, I probably said, I mean, I'm sure the night before my gymnastics class, when I was paging through my imaginary uh, tomes about my gymnastics victories at the upcoming Olympics, I was thinking about, well, to by this time tomorrow, I'll be able to do a double axle or some sort, you know, I'll be tumbling, I'll be rumbling. And that's it. All my problems at school, this is really how my brain works. I said, that's it. After this first gymnastics class, I'm going to be on easy street. And then I'm sure the next night after I said, well, so I checked off my list. I said, okay, gymnastics didn't fix everything. Uh, uh, what could be the next thing? Uh, chemistry set was probably the next thing on my list. Uh, but they can kind of leave you tossing, turning, at least for me, to be like, huh, what is this? Uh, they think they call it all-or-nothing thinking or fantastic. I, I, but uh, I guess what it comes down to is whether you're a kid or an adult, it's not easy. And sometimes you have ideas and sometimes you have uh, – this episode will have a little bit of a visit from my internal critic, a short visit uh, – where you see, well, how come it's hard to get ideas out sometimes? Uh, what prevents them from getting out and breathing and seeing what they're like and and that kind of pressure that we can put on ourselves? And for me, I, I would love the honor of being able to relieve some of that pressure for you uh, by just coming in, uh, goofing around like I do in these intros, and then tonight, kind of telling you a little bit of a story. It takes place in beautiful downtown Oakland, California. And it even features a visit from a challenge coin. So if that sounds good, just see how it goes. If you're new, give the show a few tries. Like the reviewers, literally 90-something percent of them say, it took two or three times until I realized the show was... Uh, not meant to be taken seriously, and I could just kick back and enjoy it and fall asleep. Uh, and if it doesn't work for you, you know, I, I like, uh, there's some cool things on LibriVox. There's other things. There's uh, uh, Shipping News is another podcast. Uh, uh, you could check out the Shipping News, uh, so that's something to check out. Uh, but, w w yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm here to help. Whether you're a gnome, a tome, or, uh, you know, a, a, a kid gymnast or a kid that went to one gymnastics class, uh, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep, and I'd like to help. I appreciate you coming by. Not only do I wish it, I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you... To sleep, we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, or feelings, physical sensations, uh, travel, or somebody else's traveling, wind. Anything, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be one of those things. It could be like a, pan, pan, what do they say, Panelope, Penelope, whatever. It could be someone named Penelope. And uh, I'd say, well, that'd be interesting. I don't know if I've had, I'd like to have a conversation with someone named Penelope. 
what name could be what what does that name here's a here's a question that doesn't have to do with the podcast intro sorry new listeners already going off topic just a ponderance here and actually a ponderance about the penelope yeah, but Penelope may have the perfect number of syllables for a name. Now, again, Nick, let's come back to this. I'll cross my fingers. Hopefully, I'll remember Penelope. Scooter, remember Penelope. And tonight, I'll wake up and I'll say, Penelope. And I say, okay, what was that about? Okay, so if you're new here, welcome. I'm going to try to earn your trust. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to create a safe place where it's a little bit silly. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, point, point, pointless, meand- creaky meanders, and uh, rusty tangents. Uh, I'm going to go off topic as I get distracted. Uh, but I'm really just here to keep you company, uh, to be your friend uh, in the evening. In the wee hours, uh, I'm here to help. And uh, so that, that's kind of the way I'm going to do it. It'll give you some more details, just if you're new. Here's the thing about the show. Do, don't try to make too much sense of it, because it's mostly nonsense, it, with a tiny bit of nonsense in there for these episodes. Uh, hubba hubba. Actually, I don't think, I think maybe uh, may be in trouble. I don't think you're, I, I think I was raised to, to never use hubba hubba and none in the same sentence. So maybe I'll say hubba bubba because they think it could more than once I, I was chewing hubba bubba. Hubba bubba used to be a gum. I don't know if it still is, to be honest, because really, the, the, I mean, I don't know if you're an investor in gum stock, but the bottom fell out of the sugared gum stock years ago, like right around the time I started having to pay my own dental bills. The whole sugared gum market may have collapsed. It may also be something I'm not. That's not true. And also, probably the gum companies are more diversified than that. Uh, so I don't know if they have internal holdings where they say, "Yeah, no, no." Internally, our, our internal gum stocks uh, crashed. Uh, sugared gum stocks. Okay, what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh, if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense of this podcast because it's mostly nonsense. And uh, I'm a goofball. I'm trying to bring some lightheartedness to your bedtime. It does come in the form of creaky dulcets, which do grow on you uh, if you're new. Here's a good thing. Here's a couple of things I haven't mentioned. My creaky dulcets do grow on people. And my humor, the things that people find initially humorous, kind of wears off. You become immune to it. You say, huh. Like uh, maybe the first time you listen, because it's so strange, you might have some laughs. Uh, second time listening, maybe a chuckle or two. A third time listening, maybe a, maybe a smile with your teeth. And then once you become a regular listener, you just kind of, uh, you get a neutral, positive look. Uh, a dreamy look, really. That's what I'm shooting for. Uh, so if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense. Give it a few tries. It's structurally what to expect. The show starts off with business. Uh, obviously that's kind of how we keep the show free and, uh, keep it going. And, uh, if you want to know who the sponsors are, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, or, uh, thank the patrons who support the show from Patreon. So that's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro. The intro is about 12 minutes. I think we're already like five or six minutes into the intro, which is kind of like a monologue. 
a familiar show within a show uh, to get you ready for bed, to help you uh, ease into bedtime, to put that near, like, just a, it's just a smile above neutral on your face, that dreamy look, that Penelopean look. I, I, just, I just made that word up. I mean, I didn't make it up, but I gave it that meaning. Like, uh, if I, if I was like some skull, like a, like a figure that could draw, like do art, uh, you'd say, oh yeah, that was a work by Botticelli. That's where the term Penelopean came from, from the smile of, uh, he's, uh, like a thingamajig about, you know, his wonderful artwork, by the way, was, is Botticelli, I think Botticelli's a painter, maybe, maybe a sculptor, maybe probably both. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so, okay, what was I saying? Oh, the, so the intros are where I kind of introduce the podcast. I give some examples of how the podcast would take your mind off stuff, but not engage you. And some people use it while they're brushing their teeth, while they're getting ready for bed. Some people use it in traffic or when they're stressed at work. Uh, so a few people skip it, uh, but whatever you do, you, you know, just give it a few tries, see if it works for you. But the intros are around 12 or so minutes. If you want to skip it, you skip ahead. Uh, but just make sure to check out the, you know, how, how we be, keep the podcast going. So those are the intros. Um, then tonight we'll be doing our, our series, The Stand Chronicles uh, from Nuns in Space. Or Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles. And that's about a freestyle soda machine named Stan and his adventures in space. Uh, so that's going to be mildly entertaining. You say, okay, it took my mind off what was keeping me awake. But I said, well, how much adventuring can a freestyle soda machine do? And they said, well, so, you know, someone's got it. Last week we had a t- discussion about diet, you know, getting rid of all the diet soda in there. So there you go. Uh, so there'll be a story. There's some business between the intro and the story. And then at the end of the show is our thank yous and good nights. So that's how, that's the, the, the structure of the podcast. You don't really need to listen. You can listen however works for you. Give a few tries, experiments, say, well, I like to listen and then I fall asleep. That's the average listener that I hear from. Some people like to listen all night long. Some people wake up in the middle of the night and they start listening some people turn me down to a murmur and listen, whatever works for you, for you. Uh, but give it a few tries and, uh, also no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast more to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar bud. And I'm here, you know, just to be at your bedside or nearby. Really, really, that's what I'm really here for it to be your digital audio friend, uh, and just give you a little distraction, a little story, a bedtime story for you, because I really, truly believe you deserve to get a good night's sleep. And I've been there, so I want to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Um, I did promise I'd talk about Penelope, so I don't know if there's any Penelopes listening or anybody else with any other first names, uh, because they say, I was thinking, as they say that name, I don't know how many syllables, Penelope. Penelope. I think there's four, but they really do like ring and they like resonate. Penelope, did you just hear that? How lovely. I mean, it's a really, I think my limbic system just uh, went slack. Penelope. 
Uh, very, I, I think maybe that would be like if I was a hypnotist, that would be one of my things. I'd say, okay, when I say the word Spinelope, your 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 shoulders relax. Uh, also, what I was thinking earlier in the intro, when I couldn't totally go off topic, uh, was that uh, what are those things called that I love? Tongue twisters. So you got you do have. I think there's other P-based t- t- tongue twisters. Walked right into that one. P-based tongue twister. It doesn't even make any sense. But uh, Penelope, uh, Penelope, so I'm not good at, I shouldn't do make a tongue twister in the middle of it. Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, the other thing I was wondering about is, uh, so if Penelope may be the perfect name for people like me, that, you know, say, well, I like it, I don't know, it just has a ring for me. And uh, also Penelopean is even better. You see, well, what what do you consider yourself a part of, Scoots? Who are you really? Like, if a, if a, like a reporter was really, like, really, uh, what word would sum sum up your philosophy and your outlook on life? Uh, I'd say, well, Penelopean would that would be it, Penelopean. How do you? How, what's the code you live by or code? Because I don't know what code means, but. Uh, what is it? What real? I say, well, it's Penelopean. That's all I got to say. Also, my favorite f- flavor of ice cream, Penelopecan, uh, for a cheap joke for 400 there. And uh, you also, like, when I want to make an even cheaper joke, they say, what are you doing over there in the bushes? They say, Penelopean. Uh, hardy har har. Uh, but I was thinking, the only drawback is, what's the nickname for Penelope? And Penelope. Uh, uh, really, Penelope. Uh, Pell would say, well, it doesn't really have a, in P. Penelope. I'm serious. I'm sure there's one. But is it like one of those ones like uh, that doesn't have, you say, well, isn't your name John? Why are they calling you Jack? That doesn't, I don't get it. And they say, what's well, a traditional nickname for John? And I say, Jack it is a traditional nickname for John. I don't, like, uh, like I said, for a while, my best friend was Bo. His name was Francis. And I said, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I said, well, I, I could be friends with you. I just don't get it. Like, how do you get from Francis to Bo? And Jack from John, you could say, well, it's the, I'd say it's the same number of letters. How's that a nickname, you know? Uh, so Penelope, I'd say uh, Pelpel, which doesn't exactly, that would be more of like a really like family dinnertime nickname. You say, hey, hey, Pelpel, like a, like a best friend, uh, Pel, Pels. I guess I'd call it, like if I had a child named Penelope, uh, or, you know, some sort of, uh, romantic relationship, I'd call it Pels, uh, I'd say Pels Bells. Uh, oh, well, pals, I guess we'll have to, uh, Scoots will have to, uh, you know, tell you another boring story. So, yeah, if you do know, reach out to me during the day. Let me know if you, if you are a Penelope, what your nickname is. I mean, not that you need one. We just say, well, sometimes I like to be in an informal situation. Or, you know, I, I, I don't have three syllables to spare. Uh... And I don't want to call you pal just because I say, well, what are you going for a grant? That's the only thing I think of when I think of a pal. 
because I think I had to apply for those. So, um, anyway, I don't, I don't know what I was talking about, but I think, like, here's the thing. Penelope's, I think it's one thing we could all agree on. Penelope's got to write a number of syllables for that name. And I'd say it's a great, great, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I could tell you what, I'm glad you're here, and I really want to goof around. And I would posit that while I was pondering the name Penelope, the proper noun, Penelope, pondering Penelope, there you go. I don't know, uh, the Penelope Cruz story, uh, we, we, I think it would be better, like, for somebody that's, like, uh, Penel- like it would be better if it was, like, uh, Penelope's cousin or sibling, uh, pondering Penelope, you know, my life is, is the sister of a movie star or something. And I could write it. Believe me, if you want me to ghostwrite it, I could even imagine. I can write. I'm really good at writing imaginary. I'm actually better at reading fictional autobiographies and biographies. But uh, I think I could do that one. Pondering Penelope. Maybe that's already been. I think it was probably like another one. He's probably made into a movie, but he's pondering somebody else. Uh, but I don't know. But how about Poirot? Is it Poirot? Uh, I forget Poirot. Uh, that could be one. I think, it, can you do me a favor, anybody? Let's just lock that in. Poirot. Poirot, right? I forgot, I forgot how to pronounce it already. Poirot. Uh, but anyway, if. <laughs> This went off the rails. I, I almost wrapped it up in a bow, and now I've lost the uh, Agatha Christie contingent. Though you're always helpful, actually. They say, I have been corrected in the past, and I've misused that. And I said, okay, that's how you say it. It's just that part of my brain went bye-bye. Went off to dreamland, became goo to enable me to make this podcast. So whether you're Penelope or you're just, you know, not, you're not, whether you're Penelope and or you're simulating, or you're just having trouble falling asleep. I'm here to help, and I really hope I do. I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I strive, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And then put your phone, you know, whatever, wherever you want to put your phone. Uh, uh, even face down, it should, it'll still play. Uh, you also have gone off track already. Maybe I'll talk about the smart, that kind of stuff. Uh, but first got to get to where, where, my, where I am. Oh, okay, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, a place where you feel welcome, where you feel affirmed, where you feel like you're going to be treated with dignity and respect. Uh, But most of all, where you feel like, hey, you really do deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, A place I try to create and smooth and pat and rub down and say, hey, come on in. I'm 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 here. I'm going to try to help. Uh, What I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, rusted tangents, uh, faded sleep dust, uh, extra words, metaphor metaphor misfires. Have we said that before? 
if I was a video game, that would be like one of the things that happens to throw something extra at you. You'd be like, oh, no, you're having a metaphor misfire. Your metaphors have misfired. I don't know where to go after that. But if you're new, here's the thing. If you're new, I'm glad you're here. This podcast is not just a little bit different. It's pretty different. So give it a few tries. Don't try to figure it out. I mean, you can. But maybe just kick back, listen, and see how it goes. Most people say, like most long-term listeners say, it took two or three tries uh, before it started working where I stuck with the podcast. And even for some people, that was like a, a few months. They tried it once. They said, no, no, thank you. And then they said, well, let me see it again. And now they're like uh, supporting the show on Patreon. So give it a few tries. See how it goes. Uh, and here's the thing. Here's the structure show. First a few minutes are business. That's how we keep the show going is uh, the sponsors and the patrons uh, at the top of the show. Then there's an intro that's usually around 12 minutes where I try to, that's where my metaphors start misfiring because that's really what happens in the intro. I say in a perfect, in a non-sleep podcast or some sort of more, you know, structured guru-based podcast, I'd say, okay, uh, here's the podcast that puts you to sleep. But we're gonna, what we're going to do is, uh, you know, I'm going to get some sympathetic vibrations going I'm going to heat up some, you know, uh, moisture and uh, send it your way. I'm going to digitize, you know, I'm going to digitize this sleepy energy and put you to sleep. So let's get started. But that's not a method. That might be their actual method. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll patent that method. I'm not sure what it means, but uh, we're going to um, stir up some eucalyptus in here. And I have my mortar and pestle going. You notice how I correctly said that because I'm not a scooter. So I'll be mortaring and pestling, you know, uh, you know aromatics. Uh, and then they'd go right on to the mortaring and the pestling or whatever. Or pedaling, whatever. They, maybe they're pedaling too. That's a pretty relaxing uh, motion, in my opinion. Yeah, but for me, it takes 12 or 13 minutes because they say, wait, mortar, how do you say that? Then they say, oh, what about that pedaling? I'm pedaling. Well, wasn't I going to talk about something else that I already forgot about? Well, it looks like my metaphors misfired. Oh, wait a second. That's what I was going to talk about, metaphors misfiring. Oh, no, I think I was going to talk about something before that uh, that I definitely forgot. Oh, no, smart speakers. Okay. And that, But usually I do that for about six more minutes, which I will proceed to do from here on. But So uh, that's the intro. Some people skip the intro, but most listeners use it as part of their wind-down routine. Or the daytime listeners or the double listeners use it as part of their, you know, a downtime routine at work or in traffic or whatever. So it's a way to ease you into bedtime. Really, that's what it is. And to prove my uh, my competence by incompetency at putting you to sleep. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, that's the intro. Then tonight, after we'll have some business between the uh, intro and the show uh, to keep the show going. Then we'll talk about The Good Place, episode 13. Oh, lucky number uh, for, for us, uh, for us that love uh, comedy and the characters. And just a little note for our listeners, The Good Place went so well as far as my ability to watch it multiple times and be immersed and uh, 
mesmerized really by all the work and brilliance that go into that program on all the different levels, uh, that we are going to, I have decided that, uh, when season three starts up, we will be uh, returning to the good place for season three. And we'll go back to the season two, I guess, before season four, uh, next summer or next, uh, spring. And in the meantime, we'll, maybe we'll have some Star Trek con- content between now and, uh, I don't know, like, uh, you'll be hearing this in the future, uh, from when I'm recording this, but, uh, I just want to let everybody know that the good place, uh, like I'm in LOVE with that show and the people that, uh, are created in all the different ways, uh, uh, casting, acting, writing, producing, directing, set dressing particularly. Uh, so, okay. So that's good news. Um, uh, where was I? Okay, so we'll be talking about The Good Place later. Mostly, if you're new, we'll be talking about things like wicker balls, uh, yeah, sculptures. I got really, I couldn't read my handwriting. And then I said, what is that? Is that a sculpture? Oh, yeah, it's a sculpture. You know, sofas, couches, uh, bow ties. These are a few of the things I'll be covering and then, like, just like we did other content, I say, hmm, that makes me wonder. Uh, like, wow, 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 wonder why uh, this thing or that. Uh, and Sco- when Scooter wonders, he do- he looks it up on Wikipedia. And that, you know, it's not in, not even in an alliterative way. The accidental alliter- alliterist. Uh, is that a book title I already invented? Uh, the accidental alliterist. Uh, it could, that could be like, uh, it could be like a Richard Scary, one of those traffic ones where all the traffic is jammed together. Yeah. Do you get it? I, I, I'm not sure I get, it. I'm so, sorry. I'm distracted. I'm looking for that gold bug or whatever. Anyway, back to the, to the intro. Oh no. So yeah, then we'll talk about the good place. So then we'll have a thank you and good night. And if you're new, I think I've already demonstrated my ability to go off topic uh, but here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me if you didn't figure that out already. Yeah. But uh, you can kind of listen to me. You can totally listen because I'll be here all the way to the end to keep you company. But if you choose to, you could, you know, let me drift away or I'll let you drift away. You know, or I'll stay at your side, uh, walking side by side. It, ideally, as you drift off into dreamland. But here's the flip side of that is that you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here till the end talking about the good place and things I thought about or wondered about, about the good, you know, about things about in the good place. And, you know, like groundbreaking things like, uh, you know, two, what's frozen yogurt or what's ice cream. You know, that came up a couple of weeks ago. So that's it. I'm here to help, uh. And yeah, I definitely have misfiring metaphors. I was going to say, if you have a smart speaker, I think, why did I talk, think about smart speakers? Um, I thought I'd be able to talk about those for a while. I think with your phone, an Apple phone, you can say, hey, S-I-R-I, subscribe me. Or you could say, I think you could say, play uh, Sleep With Me podcast, and she will subscribe you or start playing it. And I know with the Google, you just say, hey, then G-O-O-G, however you spell that, uh, play Sleep With Me podcast. And then you could put a sleep timer on it. And you could do also do it with the ALX, like the uh, 
the Alex with an A at the end one. You say, hey, play Sleep With Me podcast. It's all you got to do. And they say, hey, set a sleep timer. I mean, the good thing is they'll play them back to back. So you could say, hey, set a sleep timer for 75 minutes or eight hours. Uh, so give it a few try. You know, give it a try. Uh, they thought I had a metaphor in there. Uh, or, you know, for hundreds of thousands of dollars, I could get a, uh, a paper towel tube and come over and do that. Like, do that. I mean, the starting price is pretty expensive. Uh, and I just hold the paper towel tube to my mouth and do live versions of the podcast. Uh, but right now, you know, that like, uh, so far, uh, the only person I've done it to for is imaginarily do it for, um, little messy. And if you follow the podcast, that didn't go so high, even though it was only a thought experiment. Even my thoughts said, Scoots, you with the paper towel. I didn't have, that's probably why, though, I didn't have a paper towel tube in my imagination. But you, the billionaire, you know, this goes wrong with my other ideas, like warming people's bathtubs, uh, mostly generally ultra wealthy. Yeah, get in your bathtub. And believe me, I have my own, I talked about this many times, like I'll have my own entrance and exit. Or we'll have a way you'll never know I'm there. But you say, hey, I'm going to take a bath at 4.30. And you don't have to worry about the time or anything. Or believe me, this is all, like, uh, top-of-the-line stuff. We know what we're doing. But then I come in and I warm, I get in your bathtub. But, you know, don't worry about that part. Don't, like, but it'll be human-warmed. So that way, like, it's just a luxury-type thing. And I've had clients lately that say, well, I'm just going to get, if it's human-warmed, I don't even need the water in there. Because I just wanted to do some thinking anyway. And now that the tub itself is warm, it's pretty good for just sitting and thinking in there. That's an add-on product for customers. I mean, I've never thought about combining the two businesses. But now I'm thinking, because if the bathtub's empty, they could just be sitting in there. And believe me, these you should see some of these bathtubs. Holy cow, I say, that's like, I could, like, a... Uh, so there's plenty of room. So I could get the paper towel tube and be like, okay, well, this is an, yet another add-on. Where I was trying to make a metaphor in, in, about the podcast and then maybe smart speakers and then misfiring metaphors. And things so misfired that now I'm holding a paper towel tube in my mouth. Uh, not in my mouth, sorry, to my mouth. Of course, you could always uh, request that we, you know, cover it in gold foil or whatever, platinum, uh, platinum, quote unquote, foil. And then I'll say, you know, I'll be doing the podcast, maybe more of a drone if I had a paper towel tube. But you'd say, well, that's, is that a smart speaker? No, that's more of a, uh, like a, whatever, a snooze speaker. It's a scoots. It's a scoots speaker, snoozy scoots speaker uh, to put, put us to sleep. Yeah, he just, uh, uh, we have them on retainer uh, because uh, I don't know why, actually. You know what? Uh, cancel that service. What are we thinking? I thought he was just a bathtub warmer. And uh, also, what are we thinking with the bathtub? Okay, sorry. Put myself out of business there. But that's good because I can be here with you uh, to keep you company. And you know why I make this show is because I've been there. Uh, sleepless, tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. So all I want to do is help. Uh, so if you're new, give the show a few tries, as I said. Uh, see if it helps. It doesn't work for everybody. It's the creaky dulcet tones, they tend to have to grow on you. 
because this is something to listen to and not really listen, depending on what your needs are. But if you're not going to fall asleep, uh, you know, I've heard from some of you, and I'm dedicated to keeping you company right to the end of the show. Believe me, uh, this is really something I'm honored to do if I can help, uh, because I do believe you deserve a quality night's sleep and not any of that friggin' tossing and turning stuff, uh, or if I can reduce that. Or make it a little bit relaxing, or as I saw some listeners mention, and we'll do it now, is if I can interject a little barely smile. And one of the patented ways I do that is a couple of uh, techniques as we wind down here. And I'll tell you, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you stopping by. And I hope and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, But yeah, go ahead and scrunch your shoulders up uh, right up by your ears. And then let them unwind. And now do a couple full, full sh- forward shoulder rolls and backwards rolls. Now do some fists. Make some fit ball your fists up and slowly relax. One, two, three. Now this is a new method I have that you don't have to do. You could even picture it, but palm to palm. Rest your palms together. And one, two, three. Let it slowly release. Now intertwine your hands, your fingers, and say, hey, all my fingers are giving one another a hug. My palms, I guess my palms are kissing one another or just lying uh, skin to skin like a mother and a baby. And you can even have your thumbs give give one another a rub or a pat on the back of your thumb or the front of your thumb. I don't know what the front of the back is. And finally, oh no, wait, uh, let's do like a pull your toe, pull your feet back uh, and forward. Now let's just circle our ankles to the left uh, and to the right. Oh yeah. And uh, now with the most important method here, take a, take a breath and you're going to squeeze your butt cheeks together. Oh yeah. Or, like, I don't know, because I'm sitting down, you're lying. Uh, like, here's a, here's what you're going to do. Picture in your mind the St. Louis Arch. And each have each butt cheek create its own St. Louis Arch. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and now, but it's a balloon arch. And now, five, four, three, two, one, release that arch and let it uh, deflate. So relaxed. I'm here to help. Uh, Thank you so much.